Hello everyone, welcome to Dice Time. I'm Ben Jetron. And I'm Trista Walker. And today we have a nice spooky little Halloween episode for you today. We're going to be looking at some fun horror and Halloween games of this Halloween season that we are in. Um, this is going up uh, as of time of recording just a few days before Halloween. So if, you're, if you've got an event or something that you've got coming up, something last minute you want to grab, all of these... Right? Most all of these? Yeah, pretty much all of these are available, like, right away, either at Target, Walmart, Amazon. Overnight. I think there's just one that you couldn't get, like, right away. But sure. mostly you could. So Trista and I have compiled a list of five games, quick, five quick little games that we uh, really liked, either from this year or just our traditional staples throughout the years of, like, this Halloween time of year so we don't have them in any particular order like nothing like our top five and like we have one that's the best or anything like that i think these are all good oh yeah i enjoyed I like all, all of them yeah so what's the first game on our list the first game on the list is the new scream game from funko games so that is a game that debuted at gen con this year right yep about two months ago or a little more than two months ago but yeah it's still pretty fresh. Yeah. Uh, and it totally sold out at Gen Con. Oh, yeah, it, it did. Was, it, like, if you didn't get it, like, day one... It was gone. It was gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, everyone everyone was already over this, and I think a lot of it is because there are people like, say, one of these podcast co-hosts that's uh, kind of a Scream fan. Oh, I'm not sure what you mean. <laughs> well, uh, this game is very easy to play, I think. As far as like complexity goes, oh yeah, um, easy to pick up. It's a like fast-paced, uh, anxiety-inducing. It's very. That's like the number one word I would just use about it is just like fast. Oh yeah, well, Every, it, there's the timer. You have to. There's a timer. You there's know, the, a, there's a killer. There's a killer. The ghost face is after you. Yeah. So the game plays like. You guys have cards that you're matching up. Everyone has cards in their hand that they're matching that are, like, pictures you're trying to match up. All the while, Ghostface, on a companion app that you download, mm-hmm. is calling you. And it, let me tell you, I was, I was like, afraid to get a call from Ghostface. As you should be. And then when we got there, they had the phone hooked up to a Bluetooth speaker, so the ringing was extra loud. And it was like, God, this is even worse. Yeah. <laughs> Just waiting for Ghostface to call you. Um, but yeah, so everyone's matching up these cards. They're trading cards amongst each other. And Ghostface is moving around. And then he's making demands. Of, basically ransom calling you. Like, you have to do this or someone dies. Mm-hmm. And you have to work together as a team. Yes. So it's not really an individual game. It's Well, it's you and everybody against Ghostface. Yep. Everyone's cooperating mm-hmm. to defeat the killer. So if you have that, if if you're trying to find that game that's a uh, competitive against your friends, this might not be the one. No, this is a collaborative effort. For uh, sure. We may have, we may have. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, a lot of horror board games are all cooperative versus the killer. Well, it's the formula. Yeah, I guess it is the, the formula. Slasher well, formula. There is mm-hmm. there is one in here that actually mixes that up a little bit, and I like True. that. True. But we'll get to that next. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the Game is, like we said, very fast-paced. Um, you're on a timer, which the mm-hmm. app is also in charge of. And you, were, you when we played it, we had, what, like 10 people or something? Something like that. We played, like, two rounds at Gen Con. And, yeah, it went pretty fast with everybody. Um, the first round was a little rocky because everybody was just figuring out how to play. Uh, I think the second round went a little bit faster, the goal, I think, is to you're getting rid of. You have to get rid of all of the. They're called scene cards, and it's basically the things that are like you're matching up the cards for, like so, cards of popcorn or blood or right. VHS tapes. So those are like the picture cards, and then like each player is ge- is helping burn through a stack of scene cards, and the scene is like one VHS tape and three popcorn, and like one player has to have all of that mm-hmm. to complete the scene. Um, but yeah, so you're burning through, you have, you have to get through all of those cards in 20 minutes. And like trade with other players right. if they have what you need. 
and you can the the turns go so fast and you're just passing this little knife around yeah. oh, from yeah, person and then to you're person. The knife. Yeah. <laughs> That's the the active player has and it, the it, knife and they have to pass it down by like stabbing it in the table. It goes so fast that you almost don't even have time to really think about like no. you, you cannot overthink this game. <laughs> you don't have time to do it. It's it that's like yeah, we were saying it earlier. It's like it's so fast. Everything is so anxiety inducing. You feel like you're up against the clock against a killer. Mm-hmm. Like you're like, "Oh my god, I we got to go." <laughs> yeah. I think my dad played that with us and he also was like, "That was that was fun. That was super fast." Yeah, and everyone was like out of breath the yeah. first time through. It was just like, "Oh my god." <laughs> well, cuz you you just you don't want to die. <laughs> yeah, you got to go. So, that game, super fun. We loved that. Um, if you were going to play it yourself, you, ought to, you don't need 10 people, for sure. No. It's not required. I think the more the merrier with this one, it's to a point. The minimum is supposed to be three, so like three to eight, but I think I don't think it would be that fun with just three people. See, I'm going to differ from you here. I actually think it would be kind of fun with just three people, because really? there's more for you guys to do. I think those three people would have to be on the ball. Yeah, true. So there's no room for error with three people, true. but that could still be fun. I think I think it'd be fun with like three to four people, but um, I think it recommends three to eight, and yeah. we played it with ten, and that was also fine. I think like four or five people would be a decent a amount spot. for me. Yeah, I think that's good. So then the round timer is like 20 minutes, so the game is done, starts and, and is finished within 20 minutes, whether mm-hmm. you win or lose. Yeah. Um, so there's no, well, I guess there's variating if you're, you know, you got to pause it when there's a call. True, yeah. But eh, other than that, it's 20 minutes. Um, otherwise, um, oh, one thing we're going to be doing with these games is, aside from telling you, like, where you can get it and, uh, like just kind of running you through it, is Trista and I both went through these games and gave them a complexity rating. Like, what we thought as far as, like, how hard is this game to pick up? Like, I'm someone who... uh, Like, me personally, Ben, I am somebody who, you know, we play... I play Star Wars Legion. I play other games like that. I play card games and stuff that have lots of text on the cards. Mm -hmm. Everything is... I... I'm no stranger to games that are, like, rules-heavy or reading-heavy, whereas, like, some of the games you do are more, like, you know, simpler with rules, easier to pick up, easier to play. I just don't play as many games right. as often in general, so I've I've gotten more into gaming in the last several years, um, not anywhere near the extent of as you, though. Right. So, but I was going to say, but you've really gotten... <laughs> you've gotten into it, but you still enjoy... The simplicity's sake of stuff. Low stakes. Low stakes, yeah. <laughs> you know, nothing like worlds or anything. No, but... You're not like the world champion of any game. And this isn't <laughs> this isn't really like the topic at hand. But I just want to point out that every time you and I have played Legion together, I have beat you. Oh, that's true. So, so I mean, there, she's... There is that. But what, what we're getting at is we're two different mindsets who gave these games ratings. And you'll be shocked when you find out those two different mindsets pretty much came to the exact same rating on every single game. So we feel fairly confident when we tell you it this. It means that we're right. It, <laughs> okay. It, mean, it means we're right. No room for we're, discussion. No, we're right. I mean, what else What else could there be? Right. All right. So when we were doing... So Scream, uh, the Scream game, we gave a rating of... One to two. One to two. Yeah. Yeah. So, beginner level, this is pretty easy to pick up. Pretty much anyone could play this game, whether or not you're experienced with games. Yeah. So, I think... And where could you get this one? At Target for $18 right now. Assuming it's in stock. Uh, yeah. It was in stock in our area. I didn't go and see it, but I, like when I, when we were looking this up and everything, it did say pick up today. Yeah, I saw that too. So, I was just like, oh, well, I guess it's in stock now. That or Target lies. I'm not here to advocate for Target, though. No. I don't know. Um, anything else on the Scream game? It's fun. It's fun. <laughs> we love it. It's a really good party game. Um, oh, one thing I forgot. Yeah. The killer. The voice. Yeah. It's actually Ghostface. It is. It's the original vo- voice of Ghostface, which was Roger L. Jackson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he and they, he actually did voice recording for the game. So when you're getting called by Ghostface, you are getting called by the Ghostface. It's authentic. It's it's real. <laughs> so you should be scared. It, and you are when you play this game. Mm-hmm. So. 
Um, but yeah, uh, that's by Funko Games. They do a great job. We have another, actually, we have another Funko game and, a, and an honorable mention Funko game on this list. But we're huge advocates for Funko <laughs> games. Sponsor us. We're all. We're, I was gonna say we're all but paid. <laughs> um, but let's go ahead and move on. Yeah. So, what's the next game on our list? It is called Betrayal at the House on the Hill, third edition, and that is by Avalon Hill. So we also demoed this at Gen Con. Mm-hmm. You can pick up a trend of where you can try all the coolest games. Um, but this one, we've never... This is, you said, the third edition. Yes. There have been two previous editions. We've never played either of those. No. This was our first introduction into this. Although the guy who did run our demo did say that this was, like, the best edition so far. Yeah, and I haven't played the other two, so I can't back him up, but I can see why this one would be fun. And he did kind of say some of the differences. Like, he's like, oh, in previous editions, they didn't have this, or, oh, mm-hmm. this is their answer for that. So it's it's nice to see the game evolving in places that it's struggling in previous editions. That's always a good sign. Yeah. You want to try to describe that? Yeah, so Betrayal at House on the Hill, uh, from what I can remember, was uh, a game about a group of characters who all go to a haunted house there are you'll have to remind me how many scenarios are there um over 50 different scenarios that you could play so this game has tons of replayability i remember that i remember yeah. thinking that like throughout the entire thing i was like oh my god all this could be so different i know we just did one game and like barely barely scratched the surface and among 50 <laughs> scenarios there's still the randomization of the house yeah the house is never the same anytime you do it but mm-hmm. so it's a group of characters they're already like pre-made you just you just kind of pick which one you want to be and we go into this house for for again like up to 50 reasons why we went into this house mm-hmm. and then we're exploring the house and we're like finding stuff and then something happens because of course something has to happen mm-hmm. it always does it has to especially in a creepy house when that happens uh this is what we were talking about earlier where it's always like players versus the killer one of the players becomes the killer yeah the traitor the, the be- traitor the betrayal the betrayal at the house on the hill you become the betrayer um, but the players don't all know who that is at first. That's true. And then they don't know what it is they're doing. Well, even the, if I remember, even the traitor doesn't know that they're the traitor at the beginning of the game. No, because it hasn't been determined yet. Yeah, exactly. Um, what it, what it does determine, there is like a dice roll mm-hmm. kind of mechanic that happens. And so it's not like a game we're going to mention later where it's like the traders decided at the beginning of the game or anything. It's kind of, it's, it's natural. Something happens and then the trader is revealed. Like somebody becomes the trader in that moment. Mm-hmm. You were working with everyone else. Now you're not. Yeah. In the game that we played, the trader ended up uh, working with all the little ghosts in the house. Mm-hmm. So they were all teamed up and we had to exercise the ghosts. Basically. We had how many, six people play that? I believe so. And I was like, okay, so the odds of, because we played with your dad. Yes. So we made up half the players. Mm-hmm. So I said, it's a coin toss, whether or not one of us is going to be the traitor. And what happened? And I, no. And then I was like, <laughs> and I bet you anything, I would bet anything that I have on my person right now that it's going to be one of the walkers. <laughs> it's going to be you or it's going to be your dad. And what do you know? It was your dad. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it came down to between us, I think, too. And then he was the... I don't know what landed on him, finally. But yeah, it, was, it was almost me. And I was like, I knew it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just like, I knew it was going to be one of you. <laughs> to be honest, I'm kind of glad it wasn't me that time around. Because but... it puts pre- it puts spotlight on you. Yeah. You're like, oh, God, now... I'm now ha- I have now to I'm ha- I have to do things. <laughs> well, we still have to do things, because I think the mission that we played... While we were exploring the house, we have to find these ghosts and we have to exercise them. Meanwhile, your dad's messing with the ghosts and mm-hmm. making them, like, kill us. And that wasn't helpful. <laughs> but we all had secret goals. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then there's the unfolding of the house itself, which is the the really cool part. Because mm-hmm. um, there's the, the base of the house. And then there's all these different tiles 
and um, for the different floors of the house and you choose a tile to turn over and like place that in a certain room and then you're expanding on the house and like oh, revealing new rooms mm-hmm. and stuff and doors to go into. They're like a stack of them. And then when you open a door to a new room, you just take a tile off the top, assuming that it's for the right level of the house. Because mm-hmm. there's upper floor, middle floor, basement, I think were the three. Yeah. And there were some that could be in any floor. But yeah, you had to get one for the right floor you were on. But then you just flipped that over and then it was like, boom, now you're in this room. Yeah. And God, did we make a... Did we make an awesome house or what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Didn't we almost reveal almost all of the tiles oh yeah we were like two tiles away from revealing the, every the guy tile. said that that was like the most tiles he had seen <laughs> revealed in one of the games that he had run well we were just having fun exploring yeah and the house was just so weird it was there was like a <laughs> graveyard inside of the house somewhere an elevator that takes people to the basement where they get trapped yeah, because if you went down to the basement, that we didn't find the basement stairs yet. Mm-hmm. So if you just went down there, you're just like, and you're here. Good luck. And all the characters had their own little, like, skill set, skill marker set. Mm-hmm. And um, dice rolls and stuff would determine whether or not you lose certain points and, like, how far you could advance. Yeah. When spooky things happened, if yeah. you were affected by it, how much. And then there were items and that, like, I say magic items because it's... It, you played like D or something that's very much how it felt it's just like oh i found this magic item that does this magic thing um where they were just horror things were i guess like totems or yeah something like yeah that? that's what they were called yeah um, or omens omens yeah omens. it's been over two months since we played this so <laughs> and we unfortunately haven't bought it yet but no we're going they, to. they were, they, were out. they were sold out too yeah and well, we that just was, that was day four for us yeah <laughs> so it was like we again had to buy it day one or it was done Mm-hmm. This one is a little bit longer than Scream. Mm-hmm. Um, takes about probably an hour. I think we finished. I think our game was set for three hours, but we finished early. Yeah, we only played. I think we played an hour and a half or something. Yeah, it was. So, it was faster. If you knew what you were doing, you could do it in an hour. Well, yeah, because we had the. We were learning. We had the demo guy to help us through it too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, if you were going to do this for your Halloween party or something, like, you got to get... I feel like this would be something you'd have to, like, get people on board ahead of time or be like, hey, we're going to play this Prep ahead of time. Prep them for yeah. it. Yeah. Set aside a, a couple hours, at least, to learn the game and... Not necessarily for the complexity of it, but ne- but just for the time block. Yes. It's like... This isn't like... I mean, unless your friend group is like that, this isn't like, hey, you want to randomly play this two-hour game? Yeah. <laughs> that that <laughs> nobody's ever played before. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, three to six players were the recommended player count for that, or actually recommended four to six, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I again, I don't think three people would be as fun. And this one, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I feel like the more the I said it earlier, and I didn't actually mean it, but this one, the more the merrier is actually yeah. the case in my in my opinion, with a maximum of six. Well, if you only play with three people, there's one traitor and two regular people, yeah. and then it's yeah. It seems, it would be difficult, I think. Mm-hmm. I think with more people, it's more fun. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, so where can you get this one? This one is um, also at Target for about $56. So it is more expensive, but it has a lot to it. It yeah. has a lot of pieces, a lot of scenario cards, omen cards, stuff like that. Figures. Oh, yeah, it did, it did come with figures. figures, too, yeah. Um, and this one was also probably the most expensive one on our list. Um, I think this is probably about tied with... Tied with the, the other one we'll yeah. mention, yeah. Um, or with the next one, I should say. Um, as far as ca- uh, complexity, I was going to say casu- casuality. Was uh, I about to make up a word just I think you thinking? already did. <laughs> casuality. Ooh. <laughs> it sounds fun to Submit say. Submit it to the dictionary. Yeah. We'll work on that. Um, the complexity of this game, I would give, and you also gave, exactly the same rating again. Yeah. About 3.5 to a 4. Yeah. It's, if you've never played a game like this before, it would probably be a little more difficult for you if you didn't have, you know, people to help you through that. I was going to say, yeah, if we didn't have our demo guy, we would have been reading for about... 
40 minutes. I would have been that's, reading the rule book yeah, for like 40 minutes being like, true. okay, how does all of this work? I don't, I think once you give it one good read through, you've got it. Yeah. Because it, after we got going. It, yeah, it doesn't take long to pick it up. Right. After we got going, it was like, we're here. Yeah. We know, we know, we know, we didn't need the guy after, <laughs> after like, Not really. we got going. <laughs> and then he was like, okay, cool. Now I just get to watch. Yeah. Which, if you've ever done like a game demo and you have people like pick up on the game, like, right away and then they like want to play it out that's the best part of when you're demo like demoing a game you just get to be like okay cool you've got it and yeah. then you just get to watch well he, you're just, like, oh, he cool. basically got to watch his own haunted house movie unfold right before his eyes and that's the cool and that's the cool part although mm-hmm. being in it was cooler so <laughs> just just to throw in who did win in that game was it the trade we did. yeah we won we won uh but it was insanely close because i think yeah. your dad needed to get like one more ghost it was yeah it was like right down <laughs> to the wire on that one Man, that was the theme for your dad. Sorry, Phil. That was the theme for your dad, like, all weekend. Yeah. It was, like, set up for victory, have everything planned, even have time to maniacally rub his hands and be like, I've done it, and then have it swept from him at the last second. Yeah, because I did that to him. (laughs) Yeah, if you want to hear more about that, you can go back to our Gen Con episode from a couple months ago. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> Where we did talk about this game, and we talked about several others. Yeah. So, um, we actually, we talked about the screen game there, too. We did, yeah. So, if you want to hear more in-depth, like, our story of what happened in those, yeah, go go back Gen Con 3. Uh, I think it was, we talked so much, it'll be like you were there. It was a really, really long episode. <laughs> so, this, this one's good for you if you want more of an abridged version. So, let's move on yeah. to the next one. So this next game is, if you've, like, heard of the first two, I'm going to bet you haven't heard of this one. If there was any on this list that I'm like, you haven't heard of this one, it would be this one. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is one by a studio called Blacklight Studios, and they made this game called Don't Look Back. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh spooky. So this one... I got for you as, like, a birthday present. About two years ago. About two years ago, Mm because I thought this was, like... I thought this was a great hybrid between, Mm -hmm. like, my hobby and your interests. And I thought we were going to have a ton of fun with this. (laughs) And we did. I'm not... I don't mean to say that. We still could. We still could. (laughs) I I don't mean to say that, like, we didn't. Um... But that was my that was my mindset. Like I I think we could have a ton of fun with this. Mm-hmm. We just haven't really set aside the time to dedicate to like getting more in depth into it so far. We've had a lot going on in the last few years. This one's the biggest time sink. It is. This one you could sink the most amount of time into. So let's pitch what this game is really fast. Don't look back. Is a oh gosh, do I call it a skirmish game? Not really, but. It's similar to a skirmish game. The idea is all the players are working together to escape the killer. There's that theme again. Wow. Shock. <laughs> the It's almost like it's a working formula. Yeah, for horror. exactly. Um, but the killer is run by AI. There's, you know, it, it has an AI system, not at, like a program AI, but like a game AI. Like it'll tell you what to do based on the conditions and dice rolls and stuff. Um, but you are all playing as different characters who are trying to move about this 3D board, um, which you would make yourself, and you're trying to get to whatever objective, there's lots of scenarios, there's lots of different objectives, there's lots of different killers in there, um, and you're trying to get from one edge of the board to the other in most scenarios, there might be some other scenarios that say otherwise, but you're trying to get there, you're avoiding jump, you're getting jump scared, Mm -hmm. you're trying to avoid that, um... You, you might be getting stabbed by the killer. You want to avoid that. Yeah. Um, or however your killer kills you. He doesn't have to stab you, I suppose. He can mm, that's true. bludgeon you or push you down the stairs, <laughs> call you names. I don't know. Um, whatever kills you inside and out. Uh, this one you could actually play by yourself. Because oh, the killer yeah, is an AI. About that. Yeah, because yeah. because the killer is AI. You could honestly like grab three or four of the models and play this yourself. Yeah, you did that, didn't you? I did it once because let me just throw this out up front. Mm-hmm. I gave this game a complexity rating of like five. Yes. 
And you gave it a complexity rating also of 5. 100. You gave it 100, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, so, let me put it... And I want to put an asterisk next to it. Because, A, this was two years ago. Yes. B, um, that game has been revised since then and is going to be revised, I think, again. Yeah, there's actually um, a hardcover rule book coming out in March that's revised with like all of the this game has so many expansions to it and this rule book is supposed to have all of the expansions together in one rule book revised and what I read online is it's supposed to add clarity and like simplify some of the rules that were going on right um because I I swear I had to be doing something wrong because this game should not be a five. Like, it's it tells you when this stuff happens, when this happens, when when what X does, what Y does. I think there was just a lot of pieces that would overlap, and then I wasn't sure what all happened and what didn't. Mm -hmm. And I felt like there was some assuming I had to do, which I think is what this rulebook is going to clear up. But it made the game so hard. I, I, yeah. while we were playing it, I felt like we were playing it wrong. <laughs> like, I was like, Yeah, this... I never felt confident. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I feel like we're playing this wrong. And there are, and, and, and like I said, I could, I'm almost 100% positive it was just me, like, misinterpreting the rules, but. I don't know, you're usually pretty good with that, rules. That was the other thing, and I'm not tooting my own horn, but I mean, like, I feel like I am pretty good at comprehending what rules are supposed to mean. I, I think the fact that they are putting out a revised rule book to, in their own words, to add clarity and simplicity to some of the rules, that, that kind of validates that it it was hard. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, I and, and this isn't like a triple a studio or anything this isn't like funko games budget over here no they're an independent studio i believe yeah they're 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 a smaller group they they've put out some really cool stuff though oh yeah and their modelers and everything and everything that they put out looks awesome there's so much you can buy for this game just this game yeah just this game so many different expansion packs that are inspired by like different slasher movies um there's stuff inspired by like halloween like haddonfield uh woodsboro yeah Yeah. um any killer you can think of from any famous horror movie is somewhere in this game yeah most likely yeah uh the models were uh very good looking their model, yeah. their models that they put in there are always good looking. I think there comes, there's like six characters in the core set, maybe seven or so. I don't remember exactly. I don't remember. I think it's six. I think six. Um, I think there's six character, like hero characters, and then there was one killer that had different parts. Yeah. So you could choose swap. how you wanted them to look, and I, I just made ours look like Michael Myers because that option was there, and I was like, sure. Yeah. <laughs> um. So we did, and then you would need terrain for this game. That's mm-hmm. another thing. So this is why I thought it was like a good hybrid between like you love horror and then I and then like I play Legion yeah. or you're making or like 40k or something like that. No, I don't play 40k. That was a lie. <laughs> um uh the terrain for this game, you would play it I think this game is on a 3 by 3 map and then you would play with terrain because the terrain are what causes jump scares. Yeah. When you get close to the when you get like so close to some of the pieces of terrain, which if you're playing with enough of it on the table, you pretty much can't avoid it. Or if you can't avoid it, it's going way out of your way and you're risking the killer getting to you. Mm-hmm. But the terrain is what causes like the jump scares. And sometimes the jump scares aren't that bad. Sometimes they're real bad. But you're triggering them a lot with a lot of terrain out there. Yeah. But we made a little um I remember we made a little campsite. Yep, I do remember that. We had a little tent and a little fireplace. A couple tents. You had, like, your driftwood on there, right? Yeah, I put some driftwood out there. um, And I made the goal... um, I made the goal a boat. Yeah. That was in the... uh, That was, like, near the water. Because we were using my, like, beach mat. Mm Mm-hmm. So we made a little campsite by by there. We had, like, some shrubs and some stuff. And, like, all of those could be... Jump scares could happen out of those. I wish I remembered exactly what happened so I could be like, 
paint more of a picture, but this game paints a really cool horror movie. It does, yeah. We we need to get back and try it again. March. Oh yeah, <laughs> when that maybe, book comes out. Maybe yeah, we'll wait until <laughs> the the new rule book comes out and get that. I think it's available for pre-order. Yeah, so I would I would probably pre-order that. Um but the but I'm uh, one thing I wanted to say real quick was I I made the objective that boat. Yeah. I didn't have to make it that and that's something I really like was all the scenarios, all the killers, all the terminology in this game is and I'm going to try to use this word and I'm going to try to use this phrase here in a way that everyone understands comfortably vague. Yeah, it gives you a lot of freedom. Yes, I love uh the creative gap that it allows me to fill in the blank with. They they want you to make your own horror movie. Right. Yeah. So, it's like the killer is like the slasher yeah. or something or the killer is the phantom, you know? And then you're like, "Oh, well, I mean, the slasher could be Jason, could be Ghostface, it could be Michael Myers, it could be anybody. Mm-hmm. The Phantom could be anything from like a like a terrifying like hell demon who's raised from the dead, or it could be, you know, the the, the ghost of your grandpa come <laughs> yeah. back to come, come back, back to, to kill you and all your friends because <laughs> you screwed him over or yeah. something. Um, there's. There's so much creative freedom. Well, yeah, and, and I love it. you can do so much with it. So this is another one that I think has the potential for a lot of replayability um, if you grasp the rules. Yeah, which I think uh, come March, you know, maybe we'll revisit. Maybe we'll play it and revisit it and give it a whole episode, and maybe we could. Yeah, definitely talk about that. Um, but yeah, so that's don't look back. Um, where can you get this one, Trista? I think just on their website from what I was able to find, because I was trying to look into where you can get all of these games. Um, This is the only one that I think that you can't just get like right away. You would have to order it from their website. And right now we looked on their website and we couldn't really find like the core game. No, I couldn't find the same core box that you had gotten me a few years ago, which by the way, came in that really cool VHS Oh yeah, cover yeah. The 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 models came in the VHS tape. Yeah, that was really cool. I don't know if they're still doing that with like their expansions, but I remember that was a thing they did, and I thought it was cool. But they um, but yeah. So this one you might not be able to get right away, but if that game interests you, and it should because it sounds cool, and it and, it, and it, despite us having our trouble with it, I love the game and concept. Yeah, and me I too. and I wanted to love it more in execution. Same, and I still think we can. I think so too. We, I don't yeah. Think, yeah, it'll just take a little more effort, and um, yeah, we'll get we'll get back to that in a few months. So let's roll. We got two more. Yes. Um, the next one on our list is another Funko Games classic. Mm-hmm. And one it's that, one you've definitely heard us talk about before. If you've listened to this podcast or listened to the Gen Con episode, actually, if you just listen to any of the episodes, that they always find their way in there. Yeah. Um, it's Funkoverse. Funkoverse. So. And this is where people skip seven minutes in the episode. <laughs> no, um, there are a couple expansions to Funkoverse that if you just played them by themselves would fit right in at a Halloween themed horror themed party. Oh yeah. Um, the, the specifically in my mind, there are they, they did the classic horror monsters. Yeah, that one came out last summer because we picked it up when we were there. We had uh, the in so there's the Invisible Man. Dracula, the Bride of Frankenstein, and then Swamp the Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Who all have their own unique abilities and everything. But if they you, were good. They they're good. They're fun. Yeah. All of them are fun. Um if you played that on its own, I think that would make a nice addition to any little Halloween get together you had. Yeah, definitely. And then there's also um the Nightmare Before Christmas set. Which also fits in perfectly mm-hmm. with Halloween. And And Christmas. Well, and Christmas, yes. <laughs> I was going to say, and they just got a new release this year. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The Lock, Shock, and Barrel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All, all came out this year in one expansion mm-hmm. because they're all mini characters. Um, I think, so the original core set came with Jack, Oogie, Sally, and Dr. Finkelstein. Mm-hmm. And then just this year at Gen Con, they... 
Man, Gen Con made its way into every... Not not don't look back, but it made its way into every single well, one. Well, <laughs> I mean, Gen Con is a big part of our personalities at this point, so... Yeah, well. um, but at Gen Con, they unveiled Lock, Shock, and Barrel as their own expansion. So they're a tiny little... They're all like little mini companions. So if you've played the game before, there you have the option of pets or companions um, that come alongside some like one of your characters that basically takes the role of an item. Um, and they have their own little powers or something. These guys are tricky. Yeah. They're sneaky. They do, they do crazy little stuff. So they do all this stuff. And instead of running them as companions, you can stack them all up on each other. This was the funniest, cutest little thing. You could stack them all up on top of each other and they function as one character. Yeah. It's really cool. Um, they also at Gen Con gave us these super sweet, uh, Funkoverse posters with Lock, Shock, and Barrel on them, mm-hmm. which was kind of like a promotional, like, hey, thanks for coming, like, thanks for playing this They're game. They're so good about giving out stuff like that at their events. They are. And so are we. <gasps> what? We, if you're listening to this episode, are doing a little impromptu Halloween giveaway mm-hmm. where we have one of those posters that'll have your name on it, just not an in ink. Or pen. <laughs> it, just, it metaphorically has your name on it. Mm-hmm. Um, that we'll send to you. The way that you can enter for this little special giveaway is we're going to make a post on the Dice Time page that will say, like, giveaway. And it will say, you know, the details of what we're doing. And the way that you can enter that is you can put your scare, your favorite scary game or your favorite spooky game on there. And... We will select a winner at random. One one winner at random. Yeah, and I don't think we have to limit this to just, like, board games. It just whatever your favorite scary game in general is. There's lots of good, like, horror-themed video games out there, too. Yeah. So, if you've got uh, something in mind or you want to go for that Funkovers poster, keep an eye on the Facebook page. It's coming. Yeah. So... Anything else about Funkover? So we talk about it a lot another time. So I feel no, like I don't. I don't want to beat it too much because yeah. I, I want to do like a more in-depth uh, Funkoverse episode at some point in the future. Yeah. Um. So we'll just you know, pe- the people know what Funkoverse <laughs> is at this point. If if they're you not, move, then they're you move your favorite. You're, then you're new here. You move your favorite characters around on a board. It's it, things and you get do wacky. weird. You do wacky uh, things. Yeah. Uh. You know. Betty White punches Rick Sanchez and teams up with Batman. If you really want to, <laughs> like, if you are new to Funkoverse and you really want to hear us talk more about it, I would go back to our 2021 Gen Con episode yeah. uh, to hear about uh, when we were the world's first Funkoverse champions <laughs> and hear about it that way. <laughs> yeah, that's the most fun version. Yeah, exactly. Um this game, if you were going to get those specific editions, I don't know that those, that the horror ones are in st- or the Nightmare Before Christmas ones are in stores. They might be. They might it's, be sitting on your Walmart shelf for. They're pretty <laughs> random. It seems like which Funkoverse games are available at the stores. Yeah, you might Amazon that one overnight. Yeah, I you, think if, most of those minute. are available on Amazon, so mm. you you could get it if you really wanted to. Yep. Um, I think the last game we have on our list, and this is just a quick little mention one, is one that we've. Played at Gen Con. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Um, this is just really a... It's like Gen- we don't play anything anywhere It's else. like our Gen Con episode part two. <laughs> but it's just a spooky version. Spooky. Well, you have to go back far for this one. Because we haven't played it in the past couple of years. Uh, well, yeah, because we haven't had time. But uh, this is the game of Werewolf, or uh, as some people call it, Ultimate Werewolf. Now, I only played this one year. Yeah. I think it was like 2019 is when I played this. I've done this. this, I think, three of my Gen Con years. Yeah. I've played Werewolf. So you're more the authority on this. Well, it's basically, and this is the version I've played. There's an official One Night Ultimate Werewolf out there that has more to it. Mm-hmm. And I can't necessarily speak for that because I haven't played that. But if you're just looking for an easy, like, this, this party game could be free. Like, this is not complex at all. Yeah, just set up a bunch of chairs. Oh, we didn't say complexity rating for Funkoverse. We gave it a two. Maybe a three. Two, yeah. The game is about as complex as you want it to be, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Werewolf. <laughs> um, complexity one. Beginner. Yeah. Easy. Recommend three to ten players, somewhere ideally six to eight. 
Three players would be hard. It would three players. It would be over. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I recommend. There's like really no mystery there. Six to eight. Yeah, I don't know why three. You can't do three. I think Gen Con don't they run in uh, groups of like ten or so? Oh yeah, ten to fifteen. Yeah, big group. Yeah. So if you go if in this game like ten minutes, it's kind of or it can be long. It can be long. It's a little intimidating with that many people. I <laughs> I personally think. Well, if you have a whole party of people and they're all just like, "What do we do?" Uh, you could do you could do this. But yeah, if you're if you're one of those people who happens to just have like ten to fifteen friends just laying around, to ten get, to fifteen get, shares. <laughs> yeah. No, you don't need the shares. <laughs> but the idea behind this game is everybody. You will need one moderator, one person who's not playing, but everybody is sitting in a circle. And you have one person secretly told by the moderator that they are the werewolf. Everyone else is a lovely little village of people who know that there's a werewolf. So the way that this gameplay works is everybody's talking. Everyone is allowed to talk with each other and during, quote-unquote, the day. And you're, you're free to discuss whatever you want. Um, as natural humans do, suspicion and, and lies and slander get mm-hmm. thrown around. Um, and then you go to a quote-unquote night phase where um, everybody puts their head down and like kind of like claps on their knees or like oh, claps, about that. slaps on their legs. Like something to make noise. Mm-hmm. So not everybody can hear like the rustling of someone's arm moving or something yeah. like that. Everyone's making some kind of noise. And then the moderator tells the werewolf to wake up and then the werewolf is allowed to open their eyes and look up while everyone's still slapping their legs so nobody knows who it is and then the werewolf selects one villager to kill Mm -hmm. and then moderator says werewolf go back to sleep and then uh and then the moderator says everybody wake up and then everyone wakes up, and then they say, except for you. And then that <laughs> villager has to die, and they, they can't talk the rest of the game. Yep. Or they, in the Gen Con version, they literally just get up and leave. And, yeah. like, that's it. <laughs> like, you're gone. You're done. You're, you're done. You're just done. Um, but, you know, in a, in a party game, you could either just move to the other side of the room, or you could just not talk for the rest of the game. Yeah. But that person is dead. And then everyone gets more discussion. I think this is where you could really fill time because, like, you could choose: do we have a quick day and just like I make know. quick decisions, I or do we just remember some discussions that went on a while with people yeah. like going back and forth? It can be really fun mm-hmm. when you when you get when you when slander starts getting thrown around. Oh, I know it's you! Like, <laughs> oh, it's got to be you! Look at you! So here's another good thing: <laughs> another game from like recent years that you can kind of compare it to in certain ways. Um, Among Us. Yeah, it's kind of like Among Us in like in person. Yeah. Without having to play mini games. Right. You're just kind of like, all right. Yeah, you're not. Doing you're like shifty. Tasks and stuff. But... You're the shiftiest. <laughs> you're the sussest. I personally am not good at this game. Whereas I. I'm great at this. No. <laughs> well, there you're... was one year where I had a really, where it literally came down to my deciding. It was the, the final three people mm-hmm. out of like 15 people. And I had to figure out who the werewolf was because the other two just voted against each other. And I was yeah. like, well, uh, I either win it for us or I lose it. And I, and I got the guy. Well, you're also pretty good at like convincing people of things. Like you've got that cult leader vibe <laughs> about you, like kind of charming, but like, but I'm also the werewolf. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. This game, so <laughs> this game is the most fun when you're the werewolf. Uh, just saying. Well, sure. <laughs> I just, I'm not at good least for at me. Yeah. I'm not good at defending myself. So, yeah. So someone will be like, I think you're the werewolf, and I'm just like, it it's not me, and they're like, why? And I'm like, it's because it's, it's just not. It's not. <laughs> I I promise. And then they'll vote for me because. They don't believe me, and then they're wrong. I know. Well, I was going to say, I know people who, when they get sussed out in Werewolf, whether they're innocent or not, they're just like, okay. <laughs> yeah. They just, like, shrug and look, and I'm like, okay. I, you make that call. I want to be better at this game, but I have social anxiety, and so it's just, it's not my favorite. Right. I mean, but if, it's it can be fun. If you're at a party, and not everyone has social anxiety... Then great recommendation. I, I will say I've never gotten the chance to play it with strictly like a group of friends. It's mostly been strangers, strangers. at Gen Con. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think th- 
much like Among Us and games like that, like Town of Salem. Mm -hmm. This is almost exactly Town of Salem, by the way, if you've ever played that. Um, But if that were a game that you could play with just friends, a hundred times more fun than with Strangers. I can play the game with Strangers and it's fun, but like I I would every day of the week pick to play with just my friends. Yeah. Because then there's a whole personal level to it that's just so much better. So if you've got a bunch of friends laying around, this is a good one to try out. And if you want your friends to be laying around because the werewolf kills them. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's an easy one. It costs nothing. You could technically write, like, cards that just say villager and one that says werewolf and just kind of pass those around yeah, you and could, call it Yeah, you done. could Google how to play this game and just do it to do that. tomorrow. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. So... There is an official, like, One Night Ultimate Werewolf that adds more roles and stuff. You know, there's a seer, somebody who can, like, do things at night. Yeah. Wow, that was a great description. Um, <laughs> more in-depth. The It's like Town of Salem, where there's, like, lots of roles that do different things that change mechanics around. Yeah. Um, I, I want to say that there's a psychic who can talk to people who have been eliminated out of the oh, game oh that sounds familiar that was in town of salem i don't know if it's in one night ultimate werewolf okay but maybe, that was so fun maybe we'll need to like pick that up sometime and try it out if we had more friends um <laughs> god now more friends who are available okay yeah okay 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 <laughs> although there is um we do have like a local bar called d20 and i did have my coworker tell me that they host uh game nights of like werewolf so maybe there's some place like that in your area that hosts werewolf nights. Or go start it. Or, yeah, you could start it. Um, yeah. So, I think... So, that I, I think that's it. Yeah. I think that's our five games that you could either get really fast, get tomorrow night, get tonight, or uh, you could... I mean, with that last one, you could just play that now. Yeah. You don't even have right, to buy anything. Right now. You could buy something. Stop listening and play <laughs> right now. Um, go grab three to ten people and play right off now. Off the street. You. 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 Hey, you over there. You get a werewolf. You get a werewolf. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that's our five. That's our that's our top five dice spooky. times spooky recommendations. For this Halloween season. There are um, a couple honorable mentions of games that we have not played, admittedly, but that have come out. And that have been spooky, and that have been very popular. And they're also the same thing. Yeah. Kind of. Pretty much. They are both Texas Chainsaw Massacre games. Uh, one of them is by our good buddies at Funko Games. Mm-hmm. They were sold out of it, I think. They they did not have it available, so we weren't able to demo that. Look, Gen Con, if you don't get the game right away, there's a good chance you're losing it for the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there's a lot of them that it's like, if you know you're getting it, get it as soon as you can. Because, mm-hmm. like, s- Saturday, Sunday, like, a lot of stuff's gone. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you can... Scream game sold out there, but you can go get it on a shelf now. I think that one is also available at, like, Walmart or Target. Because um, a lot of Funko games seem to be sold at those stores. Yeah. Who, who, who makes the other Texas Chainsaw Massacre Um, game? It is called Trick or Treat Studios. Which I'm not super familiar with them. Nope. I've seen they have like a lot of other horror games. And I looked at their booth at Gen Con a little bit. Um, but I wasn't familiar with any of the games. So I didn't get anything from them game-wise. I did get that Jack-o'-lantern or the Halloween purse. Um, oh, that's, that's, that's where you got that. Yeah, that's from them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you've been wearing that every day. Yeah, for, for like two <laughs> months. Um, but so I'm not super familiar, but I've heard good things about their games. Mm-hmm. Um, so from what I understand, the two games are different, but we didn't do a lot of research into that. So. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, I was going to say we'd either watch it or play it or something, but yeah, it, it, unless we played it, I don't know that we could really give a good recommendation to it. We'll just say that they've been very popular. Yeah. We've heard good things. So if there's another like slasher themed game that you're wanting to play around this time of year, those could be good ones to look for. There you go. But I think that'll basically do it for us, I think, unless there's anything else we uh, need to top off no, with. No, I, I think that pretty much covered it. Just a little little quick one this time. A little quick one. So there you go, everybody. If you've got 
some spooky event coming up that you want to do, that you want to bring some kind of game to, or you want to add to the spookiness, I got f- we have five recommendations for you right there. Yeah, and let us know if you want to hear more in-depth reviews on any of these, because we, we are wanting to play more of these. We yep. might be looking into playing... Um, betrayal at the house on the hill with some of our friends coming up soon Mm -hmm. i think over the weekend we're going to replay scream with a group of friends which we only had played with strangers before so i'm really curious to dive back into don't look back in march oh yeah march look out for that one so yeah i think that's a lot of yeah let us know if there's anything else you want to hear or if there's anything that we need to add to this list if you have another recommendation um you know, drop it on that Facebook post we're going to make. Because don't forget, we have a giveaway. We have a... You know what? Maybe we should start planning for uh, a, a Christmas-themed episode coming Ooh, up. So Christmas games. I don't know if, if there's any... I don't know if there's any Christmas-themed board games out there, really. Oh, I'm there sure are. there are. Oh, there are. Yeah. I can already tell you we could do it. <laughs> if, if you know of we any... We haven't played that many. Yeah. If you know of any Christmas-themed board games... Put it on that, y- Yeah. <laughs> give us some time to pull that together. Um, but yeah, I think that's going to do it for us. We do have a, we do have a giveaway. Quick reminder. We do have a giveaway. Yeah. So check our Facebook post for that. So if you want a sweet lock, shock and barrel Funko verse poster, it's very cool. Mm -hmm. I love it. Uh, we just, we don't have any room to hang up anything anymore. Well, we weren't going to say that. Well, but I mean, we have extra. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so it's very cool. We love it. Um, you're going to love it too. Yep. Get it up in your game room. Hopefully. I assume so. Mm-hmm. Or else why would you go for it? I don't, I don't know. Exactly. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks so much for listening. Um, that'll, be, uh, that'll be it for us at Dice Time. We hope you had a Dice Time listening to us today. A very spooky Dice Time. A very haunted, spooky Dice Ooh. Time. Until next time, I'm Ben Jetron. And I'm Trista Walker. Go out and make today even spookier. And happy Halloween. Good night.